Hi, my name is Peter Maestri and you're listening to Divorce, the first six months. If you're someone who's about to go through a divorce or maybe you're just healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories that you're going to listen to focus on people that have been through a divorce, but more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Divorce the First Six. My name is Peter Maestri, and I'm going to be your host for today. Um, we have with us today Erin McLean. She was married for 10 years, and she has two kids. And let's give her a warm welcome. So Erin, welcome to Divorce the First Six. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm happy to do it. Let's get right into it. What was your first six months like? So my first six months were amongst the best I had ever felt. And what I mean by that is that I had a sense of freedom and liberation and a sense of hopefulness that I had not felt in many, many years. So the first six months for me were really wonderful and amazing. So when you say hopefulness, what Mm -hmm. does that, what does that sound like? So the nature of my marriage was one of pretty substantial emotional and verbal abuse, psychological abuse. And so when, when I was able to break free from that, there was a feeling of like, oh, I have my life back. And who I had become when I was married was somebody that I didn't even know and didn't even recognize. And so to have the experience of returning to uh, really who I truly am deep within myself and starting on this new path was, it was like just this massive sense of relief. Like I can finally breathe again. And so I always knew deep down that I was destined to have a great life, but it was, likely never going to happen as long as I was in the marriage that I was in. And so in the first six months, I started relating to myself again as somebody who was going to have a great life. And I could, and I was having an experience that that was actually going to happen. Like my daily emotions and feelings were like, Oh wow, this, this is like, this is what actually like this is what joy and happiness actually feels like inside of that i can now see ahead that this great life that i've always fantasized about will be available to me that sounds amazing that sounds like a storybook what some of the <laughs> right <laughs> divorce were- a storybook for anyone <laughs> i'm just saying that if you were in the theater i would totally go watch that movie what was your source that inspired that and what were some of the steps that you took like specific steps that you did Yeah. a routine in the morning was, was there something that you did in the evening? What was the consistent pattern that, that gave you access to that? You know, I have been a student of many, many different modalities and personal development disciplines and, you know, self-help books and therapy and courses and workshops. And I mean, anything that you could possibly imagine Um, It it might be relevant to mention that, um, so what I do for work is I'm a professional life and business coach, and I had gone back to school last January, January of 2019, to get some more training and development for my coaching business. And so in March of 2019, 
my husband and I made the decision to split up. So we split up during coaching school. And so I was surrounded by 25 other professional coaches who I was in coaching school with, along with the, the faculty who, who were teaching. And so I had a massive amount of, of support on a pretty regular basis. I mean, at any time if I needed to. Um, and that's not to say that you know, people should choose coaching over therapy. People should definitely do what's best for them. But given, given where I was in the moment, it, it worked for me and supported me that I was able to get, um, you know, really regular, extraordinary, powerful, deep coaching that supported me. Uh, the other thing is that I exercising a lot. You know, I, there was, there was the fancy gym that I always wanted to be a member of, and I had been a member on and off over the years, but wanted a space that was just for me, not for my kids. And that had all the fancy lotions and potions and amenities. And I really wanted a space that was going to motivate me to go and get away from my house and my kids and just have time for myself. So I did that. Um, in the process of doing that, uh, I actually got a hernia, probably from lifting heavy weights. And the crazy thing is, if, if you or your listeners believe in this kind of energetic stuff, is that there's a book called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And there's an index that has the sort of the negative thought that matches up with whatever your ailment or disease or condition is. And for hernias, it was ruptured relationships. <laughs> and I mean, you just, you can't make this stuff up, you know? So, um, so anyway, so I have been a practice, um, I practice a specific type of meditation. I've been doing it for about six years called TM, Transcendental Meditation. And so that was already firmly in place. So I did a ma- daily meditation practice. Um, as I mentioned, I was in coaching school, getting a tremendous amount of coaching and support from the people knew from the moment that the decision was made to end my marriage, that this was happening for my highest good and that it was not something bad that was happening to me, but rather it was something that was happening for me. And one of the things that I had always been searching for or had really struggled with over the years was I wanted to have a better relationship with myself. Like there was this niggling sense of like, I'm not living up to my fullest potential or I, I beat myself up so much or I'm really hard on myself. And I, I sort of like knew that, that I did that, but I, I didn't know sort of how much it was actually affecting me and the extent to which it was really getting in the way of living this great life that I wanted. And so throughout the process of actually getting divorced and in the, in the first six months and, and all of the support that I was getting from the coaches was around this, this whole world of that this was happening for me, for my highest good. The, the thing that I felt that best supported me, how are you being triggered by this? Like, what are the, what are the parts about, of little Aaron, you know, picture child, childhood Aaron as a little girl. And what is it that, that she's being triggered by that needs some 
some healing and some love. The reason why I felt that that was such a perfect way to coach during this process is that that was really the only thing that I could actually control was how I was personally experiencing what I was going through and how, you know, because what, what happens over there with the other person is just not something that I can really do anything about. And so the extent to which I could control my own responses and own reactions and own triggers to things was really the only way that I was going to be able to navigate this. Do you think that um, if you would have known that before you got to the point where you were getting a divorce, that would have made a difference? Because that's, that's like huge to know that you're accountable for your own life. You know, I doubt it. I, I think that the person who I chose, um, I, I just don't think that, that the, the, that there was a strong enough foundation. Let's just say that. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's probably one of the most helpful things that I can do going forward in a new relationships. Yeah. Um, it's but like discovered it at the right time so that you can create the new you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. How did you nurture that tool? That new um, insight. So, uh, I, let me think about the sequencing of this. So I have a friend who's a coach. She does more corporate coaching and she and I had had coffee about a month before my marriage ended. And we were talking about work and our coaching clients and various things. And uh, this was when I was newly in coaching school and just about to launch this coaching business. And so she said, um, you know, we just, we just had a great time at coffee. So that was in February. My marriage ended in March and then fast forward to June. And I was at the swimming pool at my fancy health club that I had joined and I saw her and uh, we were in, we were in the water swimming and she said, Aaron, it's Gigi. I said, oh my God, Gigi, I have a lot to tell you. I said, I have six coaching clients and I'm getting divorced. And she said, oh, was that your book uh, over on the lawn chair called Disarming the Narcissist? <laughs> I said, she said, I noticed that her mother was a raging narcissist and this something that she had worked through, you know, over the years. So naturally she would notice someone reading a book called disarming the narcissist. And I said, yeah, that was my book. So she said, Oh, there's another really great book. You got to read this one. It's called dodging energy vampires. Oh my God. I'm and, writing this down. Dodging yeah. Energy dodging energy vampires written by Christiane Northrup. And I had never heard of the term energy vampires. So I'm reading this book and I'm like, oh my God, this is totally me. Like I'm an empath and I was married to an energy vampire and was noticing all these other relationships that I had had in my life, either with, you know, ex-boyfriends, people I'd worked with, you know, female friends, you know, I was kind of seeing all these patterns like, oh my gosh, like I, I attract this as an empath kind of thing. And there was a reference in that book to a woman named Melanie Tanya Evans She's Australian and she has a whole recovery program. That's an online course. that's called NARP narcissistic abuse recovery program. And so I signed up for her course and I started doing it. And her, the general philosophy is that, and this was a little bit of what my, my coaches were teaching me and, and coaching me on is that 
the type of trauma that I experienced in my marriage gets stuck in our bodies at a cellular level. And so a lot of times what we do is we go into therapy, talk therapy or cognitive therapy. And by the way, therapy is great. I've done it off and on for 10 years and it makes a huge difference. And then sometimes you can kind of get stuck with something that just you don't ever seem to kind of move off it or really make any progress with it. And so the work that Melanie does in her NARP course is really around releasing the trauma that gets stuck in your body in a somatic way. And so I had this tool and every time I would get triggered about something, I would go to the modules. So that's what she calls it. You know, she has these modules and then there's a forum where you can post questions and answers. And I swear, I'm not like a paid infomercial for Melanie Tanya <laughs> Evans or, and her NARP program, but it was just, there was nothing that made a bigger difference for me in my daily experience of how I felt and moving along the path of recovery than doing these modules. So no amount of talking to a friend, no amount of coaching. And I think for me personally, and the type of abuse that I experienced in my marriage, that was the specific thing that I needed. I needed to like purge this from my body. And there are a lot of modalities that, that can do this. I just happened to find Melanie's. Thank you once again for giving us your time. This started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm gonna challenge you right now. It made a difference. Reach out and tell somebody. It really does make a difference.